in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Full time with my faith. Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I'm I'm super, super, super excited about this episode today. Um, I feel like we started the new year off right. We started it off strong. Um, and, and, and so the last two episodes, this will be like a continuation, um, a progression of things uh, with this episode. I'm, I'm super excited. I don't want to take too long with the intro because I don't have a lot to announce per se. You know, um, like I've been telling you guys, I've, I'm working on my album. I'm excited about it. Um, and, and if I could be honest with you guys, I have a lot going on right now in my life. And it's a lot of good things, though. It's a lot of good things. And, and one of the things that I'm, I've really been uh, uh, focusing on is being a good steward over the things that God has placed in my life. And so there's a lot of transition. Um, I share it with you guys. I just started another business, a digital marketing firm. And um, things have been going great. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, and so I've been putting a lot of time into uh, serving, serving my clients, making sure that they that their requests and what they hired me for, I'm, I'm, I'm efficient and fast at, at delivering for them. Um, like I sold them, <laughs> you know, like I told them when I when I sold them. And so things have been going great uh, with Parker Brandon Group. Um, I still have a lot on the table for Path of Revelation in terms of the um, um, doing more vlogs and, and, and really uh, adding more content to our YouTube page. And, and yo, by the way, make sure you guys subscribe to to Path of Revelation YouTube page. You know, I know some of you guys are already subscribed to it and you've seen the videos, the music videos and everything. But one of my goals in 2020 and and one of the goals that you guys helped me accomplish was I was able to get a um, a high quality camera phone, specifically the Google Pixel. Um, and so it, it allows me to shoot in 4K. And so I'm looking to put out more content in terms of the video side of things. Some of you guys have seen the video that I put together for the song Denial. I shot a, I shot a music video for my song Denial where I, I only took the second verse, the hook and, and the second verse um, and shot a video of it and, and 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 so make sure you guys check that out it's on my Facebook page it's on our on my Instagram page you can go to path of revelations Instagram page at POR music now what's funny about that video as well is I was just playing around with the camera I was just trying to figure out how to use it and uh, play around with angles and it actually kind of turned out dope uh, when I started editing it, so I was like, "Man, let me just release this and see see the response, and 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 it'll be another way to give people content." And so it turned out pretty well. You know, I'm 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 learning as I go, <laughs> so pray my strength in the Lord. But listen, I, I'm super excited. Um, the album is still in the works. Um, I've been working diligently at that as well, along with the other thousand things that I'm doing. But really, what what I want to do I don't want to rush to put out content because I take I take what I do very seriously and I don't want to rush to put something out just to to get it out you know I want to make sure that everything that I put out for you guys is quality and and excellence that's like really really important for me and so um, I've really been focusing on being a, like I said I've been focusing on being a good steward over the things that I have right now. And, and and one of the things that I'm learning and I've learned and I'm continually learning is that preparing for your next requires faithfulness in your now. <clears throat> and so that's that's I'm going to talk more about that in the upcoming segment. Um, but preparing for your next requires faithfulness in your now. And so 
I've been really striving to be faithful. Um, but listen, you know, we've been, I know many of us are doing corporate fast with our churches and everything. And I think that's a beautiful thing um, as far as fasting. And I hit on fasting very briefly last episode, but I, I want you to guys to understand when you're fasting, man, we have to make sure that we're doing what we do as unto the Lord, like, and make sure that what we're doing is actually a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? And and when we look at the definition of fasting, fasting is really just the willingness to abstain um, from food. Um, it's food reduc- uh, reduction of some or all food, drink or both for a period of time. And um, there's different forms of fasting. Some people do partial fasts where where they'll miss one meal and and give that time to the Lord in prayer and meditation and a reading of the word. Um, and then there's complete fast where you go 24 hours with no food, just water. Um, some people do no water, even no water along with no food. But whatever you do, make sure you're doing it as unto the Lord. And I'm reminded of the the Pharisees, like in Matthew chapter six, I'm going to just say this and and we're going to get into the featured song. Um, In Matthew six, it says, and when you fast, and this is Jesus talking, he says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face. In other words, stop trying to go, don't go around trying to look like you're fasting so so you can bring attention to yourself and recognition to yourself. Like in other words, oh man, look at him, look at Gabe fasting, Look look how spiritual he is. Like nah, like clean your face, put a smile on your face so people don't know you're fasting. Um, verse 18, it says that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And listen, like whenever I'm fasting, like I try not to tell people like because when you when you when you start telling people. Uh, what you're doing in other words like man i'm praying i'm about to go into prayer or i'm about i'm fast i'm about to go on a 21 day fast it's like man you're sabotaging yourself you know what i'm saying because you're bringing unnecessary attention to yourself to make you look great you know what i'm saying and and so your our reward is gonna be the approval of people versus god like we can't seek to impress people and get the favor of God like we have to deny ourselves seek God in 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 our secret place and when we seek God in our secret place the Bible says that he will reward us openly and so I just want to encourage you guys like you know for those who are on corporate fast or just period in life period as Christians you know, we should be striving to humble ourselves and, and not be attention seekers. Um, I see so many of us, um, you know, we're especially we're in a culture that seeks attention and seeks praise. Um, and, and here's the thing about that. When when you seek that, that's your reward. Don't think that you're going to get anything from the Lord. And so, man, I try to stay low. Um, I try to stay humble and and I don't go around telling people like my my consecration life. I don't go around telling people my sacrifice life because really it's none of their business. And I really want God to be my I want my reward to come from God. So I just want to say that and, and encourage you guys. But listen, in this upcoming segment, I really want to deal with 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 blessings knowing how to be blessed versus sabotaging blessings um what are you praying for what are you asking god for um and, and so i really want to deal with that aspect of 
um, faith as it relates to what we're asking God for, what our ambitions and our expectations. And, and, and I want to go from that into the importance of praying according to the will of God, not just praying, but the importance of praying according to the will of God. But listen, let's hop into the featured song for this episode. It's our song from our latest project, our latest and our last project as a group. The Peculiar is our song, Time, featuring our brother Duran Donaldson and our sister Katrina um, Campbell, also featuring J. Will Music. Let's hop into Time. Match you gotta kill your flesh, yeah, tell it to my face Riding on high, thinking I fly Not thinking about time, the limits the sky My mind don't guide, but full of pride Pride got me blind, but I learned in time I was a fool, fool with a bunch of flaws I was sitting on my high horse judging y'all Judging like I'm in the summer and I couldn't fall But time had a way of making me eat my thoughts and I had to face it Like the bulls I was tanking Till I was awakened This life ain't a race It's running with patience Moments are sacred I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing forward No wasting time I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Think they got forever and a day So we play with this grace Some reject this ways Like I try my way for a season Time to play But some don't make it back From a backslid in place Now everybody's testimony Is the prodigals Some dying seeing Trying to test how far as grace would go Seek him now While you find him Please don't stray Let him be the God Of your youth and not just old age And not conform That's when our witness ceases Gotta trust him We can't let this world deceive us Redefine and what it means To be believers You can know church Without ever knowing Jesus Time Wasted cause we think We have abundance But life's a vapor then comes judgment It don't matter who's your family or your last name If you're not covered in the blood of the lamb slain I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing forward, no wasting time I gotta get my time back Can't waste it Pressing We can't be here forever No wasting time Eagles fly alone Seagulls flying packs So if you feeling lonely Maybe there's purpose in where you at Just give it time God heals everything in time God lifts everything in time I'll hit 70 in time The older I get, the colder the shoulder I give To things that waste my The more time passes, feel like it moves faster You never get it back, so I take my Time is not money, money can't compare to Well, I run out of time if I stay ahead of time It flies, life is like crit tonight Don't waste your I gotta get my time back Gotta get my time back Can't waste it Stressing forward, no wasting time I gotta get my time back So I want to ask you guys this question and I don't think I don't you know a lot of times I, I I think we get caught up in showing off and flossing the things that God has blessed us with that that we don't take inventory of the things that we were asking God for that he didn't give us um, the things that we were asking God for that would have ruined us <laughs> things that we were asking God for that we weren't ready for and so how often do you take inventory of the prayers that God didn't answer that it was actually a blessing that he didn't answer the, uh, the prayer or the prayers or the desires that you had you know I'm you know I, I try to do both I try to be grateful for what God is has done in my life um, 
I try not to throw my blessings in people's faces to show off. Um, but I also strive to thank God and be grateful for God's sovereignty and the prayers that he didn't answer. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to look at your life and be like, man, thank you, Lord, that I didn't end up with that person or thank you, Lord, that I didn't end up going here or moving here. Like we we have to be able to look back at our lives and see the handiwork of God, not just in the prayers that he answered, but in the prayers that he didn't answer, because there's certain sometimes we ask God for things that we're not ready for. It's not that they're not necessarily not for us, but sometimes we may be praying for things prematurely, or we may be praying for things that just are flat out, not the will of God for our lives, period. And so how often do you take inventory of those things? You know, I'm saying a lot of, I've I've learned a lot of times we ask God for more everybody's always asking God for more. And, I, and I'm guilty of this myself. I don't want you guys to think that I'm just talking at you. But a lot of times when I'm sharing on, on the show, I'm, I'm telling on myself a lot of times. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a learning process. You know, um, we're, 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 we're pressing towards the mark. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I never want to have a prideful heart or spirit to not be able to say, yo, um, I need grace of God. I'm not perfect. You know, I've been guilty of this. And so a lot of times when you hear me talk about these things, it's because I've been guilty of them at some point in time in my life as well. But a lot of times we ask God for more. But the question many of us should be asking ourselves is, are we being faithful with what we have right now? Think about it. Like, am I am I keeping God first right now? Like, because a lot of times we ask God for more. And and sometimes we, we we're neglecting God in the in the we're in, at the level that we're at right now. So why would why would God give us more just for us to neglect him more? And so am I keeping God first right now? If I'm praying for more, am I how am I stewarding my life right now? Am I being a good steward of my present resources? Like I want to be married, but am I keeping God first in my singleness? Am I keeping God like I want to make more money, but am I being a good steward of the little that I have right now? And so I want to encourage you guys as I'm talking right now to take an inventory of your present because what happens a lot of times we begin to, and I'm going to get into this in a a minute. I don't want to go too far ahead, but a lot of times what ends up happening is we begin to covet after things and we take our covetousness into our prayer life. And, and we, and we put those requests before God and listen, it's nothing wrong with making your requests known before the Lord. But in making in us making our requests known before the Lord, we also have to be open to the correction of the Lord. I made a Facebook post the other day. I said, man, listen, prayer is great. Like I believe in the power of prayer and I breathe. I believe prayer is is extremely important. But what good is prayer if we're not submitting to God? Like like telling a stranger thank you doesn't equal relationship. And so I don't want the status of my prayer life to be putting God at a place of, hey, he's a stranger or a genie. Like I only go to him when I want to make requests. But I, I, I begin to ask myself, am I being faithful right now? And what happens a lot of times when we when we it's nothing wrong with wanting things, but when it goes into the level of actually coveting after things, we because it's rooted in 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 lust. 
we lose the ability to take inventory of right now. And so ask yourself, am I keeping God first right now? Am I being a good steward right now? Because a lot of times we pray for things. People people pray for things that are only going to get separate them or widen the gap between them and God. And so one of my prayers has been, you know, you know, and I've, I've shared this on the show before how me and my wife, like, like, I want to say like 2017 to 2018, maybe even going back to 2016, like the last two to three years of our life, they, the, those were, they were the most challenging years um, of our life just all hell breaking loose and some of y'all probably had no idea because i'm i was still sharing in, um inspirational posts and preaching the gospel and facebook lives and stuff you know but but it it was challenging man we went through i feel like we went through hell <laughs> you know but nevertheless one of our prayers when we were going through that season was God help us to be faithful and keep you first. Don't let our relationship. And this was our prayer and we didn't always get it right. But our prayer was God began to change our hearts through the hardship where our prayer changed to God help us to keep you first. Let don't let our relationship with you be based off of our circumstances. Like help us to praise you in the pit. Help us to praise you in the worst of times. Help us to worship you in the worst of times and help us to bless your name in the best of times. And so right now, like we're in a good season in our life where I'm not saying that we don't have challenges and things of that nature, but it's not compared to what we just went through. <laughs> and so as God begins to open up doors in our lives, it, it has created um, from what we've been through in the past, the success and the victories that we're experiencing in this season has actually caused us to humble ourselves and go lower. Because one of the things that we strived for, and I didn't even mean to talk about this, um, but one of the things that we really strived for in the midst of our hardships was God teach us the let help us to get the lesson in the test. Help us to get the lesson in this trial, because what happens a lot of times when people go through, they're just looking for the exit. Like, God, get me out of this. And it's not. And, and I get it. Not saying there's anything wrong with wanting to come out of a hard trial or situations. But if you be spiritual, <laughs> if you be a child of God and you truly believe God is sovereign and in control, then you have to understand that God is working all things together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And, and when it says working all things together for the good, sometimes it takes us going through bad to produce good. And so whenever you go through hard times, man, I challenge you to say, God, teach me, like, get me out of this. But but before I come out of this, help me to learn what I need to learn from this, like help use this to draw me closer to you. And so that's been been our prayer um, to be faithful stewards over now. So as God begins to increase us, we can continue to be faithful over much. And I'm reminded of in Matthew chapter 25 when it taught when Jesus is giving the parable of talents and he begins to talk about and stress the principle of when you're faithful over a little he'll make you ruler over much. And so in your prayer or in your desires for more, ask yourself, am I being faithful? over the little that I have? Am I being faithful in my job? Am I setting the right example with the resources that I have? And, and that's so important. Listen, we, we have to make sure 
and, and I would encourage, like I stress this and I've talked about this before, but listen, don't pray for things that you're only going to give to your lust. I'm going to say that again. Don't pray for things that you're only going to give to your lust. Like, don't ask God for anything that you're not willing to give back to him. Whether it's job, money, car, children, marriage. Don't ask God for anything unless you have the intention of giving it back to him. And that should be our mindset as believers. Like, don't ask God for anything you're not willing. Like, do you know how to be blessed? Like, listen, like, I know that's a weird question and you may have never heard the question asked, but do you really know how to be blessed? Like, do we know how to be blessed? Because sometimes knowing how to respond to the blessing is more important than the blessing itself. I've seen others and I've been guilty of taking a blessing and responding incorrectly. Like I've seen God literally try to bless people because but because they did not have the right mindset. They blew the opportunity. It's like opportunities taken for granted, resources wasted, advice and wisdom not listened to. Like I've man, if I was to share and, I, and I'm too I, I'm too shamed to share one of the things like I've made some dumb decisions in my life and it was God literally opening opening a door or opening doors. And because I did not have the right mindset to receive the blessing, I missed it. And so do you know how to be blessed? Because what happens is a lot of times we ask God for things only for those things to be consumed by the lust within us. And, and this and this goes back to the benefits of denying yourself, which I believe was the last episode. Um, the last episode, if you didn't hear it, is one of the last two episodes. If you haven't heard the last two episodes, this is like a series <laughs> I'm doing. Like you need to check those last two episodes out. But there are benefits to denying yourself. Because what happens is there is there are people who have thing who have things, and there are people who think who 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 have things but the things actually have them and i never want to acquire things and those things become an idol in my life or those things become more important than god but but listen it's all about knowing how to respond to the blessing because god has given many of us um jobs that we asked for god has given us marriages God has given us children and ask yourself, am I giving this back to God? Am I doing this as unto the Lord? When we look at James chapter four, and this is so important. I've read this scripture before, but I want to bring it back within the context of this segment. In James chapter four, James is talking about asking, asking of the Lord. And he's in verse one, it says, what causes quarrels and what causes fights among you? Is it not this that your passions or in other words, your lusts are at war within you? You desire and do not have. So you murder, you covet and, and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it 
on your passions. Now, listen, a lot of people misinterpret this scripture and say, oh, the reason why you don't got the blessing is because you not at you have not because you ask not. And a lot of times they're referencing this chapter, um, this these passages of scripture. But listen, that's not the context. It's not that we're not asking God. It's that when we ask, we don't have the right spirit or motive when we're um, in what we're asking God for. In other words, I'm asking God for something that I'm not going to give back to him. I'm asking God for something just for it to be consumed by my lust, not so that I can actually enjoy it to the glory of God and give it back to him and enjoy it the way that he intended that it may bring his name glory. No, that's not what it's saying. It's saying you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Verse four, he says, you adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity or hatred with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And so it's not about asking God for things. It's about asking with the right motive. It's about having the right heart. And this is why it's important not just to pray, but to pray according to the will of God. It's important that when we pray and go into prayer, that we go into prayer with the intention of of God, what is your will for my life? God, what is your will? I don't want to waste time on things that are not a part of your plan for my life. God, I don't want to waste time with things or people or, or desires I may have that are not a part of my purpose. I've been guilty in the past of chasing things that didn't have anything to do with God's purpose. And I look up like, man, I spent three, five years, three to five years chasing this thing. And it wasn't God's will for me. I could have been directing that energy and time towards something that was actually a part of my purpose or what God had for me. But because I was distracted by what I wanted, I hindered or I got in the way of God's plan for my life. But listen, it's so important that we not just pray, but pray according to the will of God. You know, the world is kind of funny because um, the world has made it popular to pray now. I, you, you know, I walk, I, I get on social media or I walk around and I see people with shirts on rise and pray and grind like prayer has become a trendy thing now even amongst the world. But we as believers, we don't, our prayer life should be different than the world. And so with that, praying according to the will of God is so important. When we look at Psalms chapter 37, verse four, this is a popular scripture that we've heard quoted all the time. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. It doesn't just say that God is going to give us the desires of our hearts. It doesn't just say, hey, you go to God in prayer and you just speak it and, and God is going to give it to you. No, it says delight yourself in the Lord. That word delight means to take pleasure in him. And so what happens when we pursue God and strive to take pleasure in what he takes pleasure in or take pleasure in him, God begins to filter. He is our filter. His word is a filter. His, his word, he, we begin to wash ourselves with the water of the word. And he begins to purge us of desires and ambitions that are not like him. He begins to purge us and cleanse us of ambitions and desires that are not lined up with his plan and his purpose for our life. And get this, 
He replaces them with his plan. He replaces them with his desires, which are so much better than ours. Like Isaiah 55 and 8 says, our, th our thoughts are not his thoughts are not our thoughts. Neither are his ways our ways. His thoughts and his ways are far above ours. And so God begins to um, take out of us what's not like him and what's not for us. And he begins to replace those things with his desires. And so now when we delight ourselves in him, he will give us the desires of our heart because now our heart is in line with his heart. It's in unison with his heart. And how many know, man, God, God knows better. Like I'm talking to somebody right now. Like sometimes we got to learn to see the blessing in God saying no. Like there's been times in my life and, and hear me good. There's been times in my life where God just told me no to stuff told me no and when I say told me no I ain't talking about like an audible voice per se but times in my spirit where the Holy Spirit has spoken in my spirit or I just didn't get a response flat out and I knew it was no and I wanted what I wanted so bad and it and it and so it hurt it it hurt I said hurt it it hurt in that moment it was painful in that moment sometimes the God's no is frustrating sometimes God's no hurts Sometimes God's no will cause us to be angry. But if we stay the course of trusting him, this is why the Bible in Proverbs three, chapter three, verse five through six says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and don't lean to your own understanding because God's no sometimes will not make sense. It says, don't lean to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him. In other words, still give him the glory. Say, God, I may not understand this, but God, I praise you. God, I may not understand this, but I worship you. God, this may not make no sense. This is uncomfortable for me. But God, you are first in my life and I want your plan because your plan is better. He says in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And so there's been times in my life where where God told me no and it hurt in the present time. It didn't feel good in that moment, but as time went on and I began to um, continue to hold on to the Lord's unchanging hand and trust him, he began to bring to flourishing and manifest his plan for my life. And listen, every time it's because he had something better for me. And it's nothing against any of the past relationships that the women or or people that I've talked to in my past in high school and college, it's nothing, nothing against uh, those young ladies. But when I look at what God blessed me with for a wife, man, I rejoice and thank God that past relationships didn't work out because God went beyond what I asked for. When he gave me my wife, God went above and beyond what I can even ask or think when he gave me my wife. And now I have to, we have two beautiful boys. Listen. When God tells us no or doesn't respond to stuff. We have to trust that he has better and he knows better. And God is God ain't going to just show us what he has for us, because what happens is if, if God was to show us in that moment that he's telling us, no, like, hey, I got better for you and show us what he actually has for us. Now, our faith for many of us, our faith will be in the process, in the thing and not him. And so through hardships and no, God was purging me. And showing me, hey, he, God has to be my source. I have to be content in him and I have to learn contentment. And so praying according to the will of God, God, I want your will. Like when we look at the Lord's prayer and I'm going to share this and I'll be done. When we look at the Lord's prayer in Matthew chapter six, Jesus is teaching 
his disciples how to pray. And what's so powerful about this, a lot of times people say the Lord's Prayer, but they don't study the Lord's Prayer. Like when you actually look at what's being said, Jesus isn't just teaching us what to say, but he's teaching us why why we need to say what we're saying. And he's teaching us the mentality, the overall message in the Lord's prayer is the mentality and mindset we are to take into prayer. And so he starts off in Matthew chapter six, verse nine, and he says, and after this manner, therefore pray ye our, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Like holy is your name. Like many of us go into prayer and I, and I listen, I want to challenge you to stop going into prayer always with a to-do list for God. And, and hear me good. I'm not saying that you shouldn't take your concerns and desires to God, but the, the 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 extent of our prayer life shouldn't be God give me give me give me give me and so we have to have a reverence for God God is holy he says after this manner therefore pray ye our, our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name holy is your name thy kingdom come your will be done in earth as it is in heaven so so what jesus is showing the disciples is you start off reverencing god you start off seeking his will to be done in the earth as it is in heaven like don't start with your desires don't start with with what you want start with seeking what god wants hallelujah verse 11 he says give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen what i love about this prayer is consistent with what jesus said the greatest commandment is he says to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your mind and soul. And what I love about this prayer, it goes into even the second commandment where he says, and the second is likened unto the first. Love your neighbor as yourself. And in loving your neighbor, that includes loving your enemies and those who are not your enemy. He said, he says, um, in verse 12 and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors forgiving people who wrong us like the, like we have to go into prayer with a mindset us a selfless mindset god i just want you to be glorified god i want you to be praised i was just talking with my wife today i was like you know it's nothing nothing wrong with us having desires and goals like we act like <laughs> and and listen, I made <laughs> I made this post on Facebook. I want to make sure I read it verbatim because I want to give the proper context. Um uh man, man, man. Let me find it. Oh, I said, what good is earthly success? if it doesn't resonate with heaven. And I had the the usual trolls. Uh, and when I say trolls, these are people, some of these trolls are people I grew up with and I love dearly. Um, but I had the usual trolls coming on my post, misinterpreting what I'm saying. It's not that we shouldn't strive to be successful, um, but it's, it's, it goes back to the analogy that I made earlier. Do you have things or do things have you? Does your Do you have your circumstance or does your circumstance have you? 
What is dominating your life? Is God dominating your life? Or is your ambitions dominating your life? Like all of those things, we assume when, like one of the things that I don't like about some people's mindsets when they hear things like this, like what good is earthly success if it doesn't resonate with heaven? We I hate when people automatic. Why do we automatically assume striving to please God means underachieve or be broke? When the earth and everything is his, like pleasing God shouldn't re- result in underachieving, like p- pleasing God shouldn't result in not having any goals like that's that's not the point of the post the point of the post is to understand that we can't let success become an idol in our life we can't let our ambitions and our desires become an idol in our life because whatever is a is is most important in our life whatever is more important than christ in our life is an idol and so set your goals nothing wrong with setting goals nothing wrong with having ambition like man i have so many ambitions you know i just started a new business and i'm looking for this business to set my family one of i want i'm looking at this business to be one of many things that i'm looking to get into to set my family up for me to pat to to create generational wealth and pass on to my kids. But listen, all of this belongs to God. Like don't get it twisted. This is about God. And listen, I realized that if I die today, if you die today, none of these things matter. Only what you do for Christ will last. And so I want to encourage you guys in, in everything that I said today, I want to encourage you to begin to pray according to God's will. Look at the look at the Lord's prayer as a as a blueprint. And you don't even necessarily have to say word for word what's in the Lord's prayer. But look at the spirit behind it, the motive behind it. Jesus is pointing to the father. He's directing us to seek God's will. He's directing us to love our neighbors and forgive those, forgive those who have wronged us. And so these are the examples that we have to to pursue and chase after. And I want to encourage you, believer, to, to consecrate, learn how to fast. Like, don't. Don't just wait till, and I'm talking to myself now too. Let's not just wait till our church is is telling us when to fast. Like we should have a lifestyle of consecration. We should we should be denying ourselves regularly. Um, that that we pull our flesh into subjection to the things of God. We should be in our Word. We should be we should be meditating on the Word. And so I want to encourage you guys to do these things. I pray that something that I said today convicted you and encouraged you because we in this together. Even though we're going to stand before God one by one and give an account for our own lives, we are the body of Christ and we have to encourage each other and challenge each other to pursue Christ like never before. Let's let's be light. Let's be salt. As we begin to deny ourselves and and pursue Christ to know him, we will become our witness will become more effective in the earth. People will see him when they see us. And that's the goal. To make it to heaven, to be to 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 tell people, others of the goodness of Jesus and what he did for them on the cross. But listen. I'm about to wrap up. You guys can feel free to donate to Path of Revelation. My cash app is Gabriel T. Parker. Um, The PayPal is pathofrevelationnow at gmail.com. 
And as I've been saying before, the proceeds are going towards ministry content. The, the proceeds is going towards my finishing my album. Um, even though I do have a, a new camera phone, um, some of the visions that I have for 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 the future um, is going to require for me to hire um, at some point in time a, a video production company um, to to help bring some of these visions to pass. But man, listen, just donate and and the this the the, the money and the funds will go towards ministry. Um, it's going right back into this. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you that. But I thank you guys for all your support. Thank you guys for for those who um, I want to say thank you for everyone who has donated. And listen, just pray, man. If you're not donating this, it's not a big deal. Just pray. Please pray for me. Pray, pray that pray that God um, continues to use me and that I stay humble. And listen, um. Share the show with someone. Share the show with someone. Um, there are people in your life that needs to hear the Path of Revelation podcast. So share it with somebody. <laughs> Listen, thank you for, for tuning in. This is the Path of Revelation podcast. And this is where the culture meets scripture. Love you guys.